Hello, it's Louie here, and I'm entertaining you during the holidays. If you if you just don't have anything to do, then why don't you come to here and listen to an episode? To start off, I'm going to read you some of the Danger Gang by Tom Fletcher, one of my favorite. It's about a boy called called Frankie who writes letters to his best friend Danny when when he leaves house. So here's the first chapter: January. Dear Danny, moving sucks. This morning I packed the last of my that danger box into the last flimsy cardboard box and said goodbye to my bedroom in Greyville. I know Greyville's just a regular time, but as soon as this day came, I really didn't want to leave. And I guess my stuff didn't want to leave either. I told Mum that the hole in the box was a sign we shouldn't go ahead with the mirror. Brown, she said as she scribbled kitchen on the side of a box with a big felt tip pen. I am a scientist. I only believe in fact-based evidence. Now hurry up. The removing van is going to be here in the room. So I went and told Dad the sign. They just agrees with Mum like he always does. I always wait. I walked out of my bedroom for the last time. I didn't even shed a single tear like you said I would. And you know what that means, right? You owe me your limited edition <laughs> Zack Danger badge. You know, the super awesome one that looks like a plain red badge till you click. Tilted just right, and the words the danger gang, gang, gang appear. Oh man, I've loved that badge every moment since it fell out of the danger flake spy cereal and it landed in your bowl, not mine. And now it belongs to me. You can put it in the envelope when you write back. You'd better write back, Danny. Dad says the new people. Moving and are going to turn my room into a gym. A gym? Can you believe that? I grew up in this room. We've had so many epic historic moments on there, that Danny. It made me think when we went on that school trip to London and stopped to take photos of the blue plague on the wall of the house just because the there's an author that I've never even heard of wrote a book there hmm what would that be like so the baby cried and then the mama and dada came in and then hmm not very exciting well, if that Dickens guy got a plague just for writing some words down, then my bedroom deserves a plague too. 
In fact, I thought I'd make one before I left, so the earners would know whose room it is they were working in. Frankie Brown picked 10,000 bogeys in this room from age 0 to 10. The trouble is, Dad got suspicious when I asked which box he packed the hammer in, so I didn't get a chance to hang it up. Seriously, though, we did so many things, awesome things in there. We completed our first video game. Pew, pew, pew. You win. Saw our first UFO through the window. Are you sure that? Are you sure that wasn't a plane, Frankie Brown? And there was that time we both we spotted the same shooting star, and my hand accidentally brushed your hand. Uh, yours. And if you thought I was trying to hold your hand. <laughs> As if, yuck. My cot was even there when I was a baby. And now some stranger is going to fill it up with treadmills and rowing machines. Well, you left a note on the floor that I think might change their mind. This is a legal document to certificate that this bedroom belongs to Mr. Frankie A. Brown. By reading this legal document... You are entering a video contract with Mr. Frankie Brown, the legal owner of said room, and you are agreeing that you will not turn this historical uh, landmark into a gym, and you will get a gym membership like everyone else. Nor shall you change said bedroom in any way that written consent from Mr. Frankie Brown is safe. If you break this contract, you will face serious consequence, consequence. You will be in big trouble with the law, including the police or worse, a lawyer. Unfortunately, Mum found the note before we left. You need to learn to get, let go of things, Frankie, she sighed. I'd happily leave Max behind, I told her. But apparently that had an op wasn't an option so max had to come with us to the new house too this sucked because he pooped his nappy in the car and dad said there was no time to stop at the surf surfaces so i so i had to go the whole journey with my head out the window to stop myself being in his poo particles we drove fast that big ap cooking apple tree Mr. Flaxen's front garden and I remember the time I dared you to climb all the way to the top when you did you celebrated so hard the branch snapped and you fell all the way down on me and we both ended up in hospital with matching head bumps we got to stay home from school together the next day though which was pretty cool then we ate that nutter crunch ice cream that we found right at the bottom of the freezer that was 10 years out of date and you said it was vintage and that ice cream gets bitter with age 
like the stinky cheese my dad's eat at Christmas. We both ate. Ended up with brain freeze and food poisoning. Ugh. Anyway, it made me realise that we've done a lot of cool stuff together in Greyville. But Mum's really excited about the new job we're moving house for. I've wanted to be head of science for years, Frankie. It's not every day these teaching jobs come up, you know, she keeps saying. Plus, there's a good big garage in the new house, perfect for storing my work. So that's that. But don't worry, I won't forget you. We've been best friends forever. Which is why so I start writing you letters, which is actually my dad's idea on the drive to the new house. You should try writing to Danny. I used to write to a French pen pal when I was a kid. His name was Jean Claude. He used to love helicopters. He remembered starting one of his long stories about when he was a kid. So I zoned out after that. Letters, as if. We know we both know letters are the most boring thing since dust. So I so I uh, I thought it was a totally rubbish idea. Just like all my dad's other totally rubbish ideas. Yeah, no, it's a totally rubbish idea, I told him. I'm just gonna email Danny. But then I remembered that you share a computer with the supreme leader of Planet Nine, your older sister, and she always seems to be able to work out your passwords. Plus, we both know that Maya has had it in for me since day one. Then it hit me is writing letters is actually perfect. No one reads letters anymore, so Maya will never be expecting it. And our parents will just be happy we're practicing our handwriting. I once heard that Dad might actually be a genius if he wasn't such an idiot. That's a fine line. I think she might be right. So I'm going to write you once a month to tell you you what I've got been getting up to in. Wait, I've only I've just realised something. I haven't told you the only good thing about moving to house. The town I'm moving to is called Freaky. Can you believe it? That's its actual name. I now will live in Freaky. I'm writing you a letter from Freaky. It's a freaky letter. I know, right? You couldn't make this stuff up. Uh, uh, got to go. Dad's ordered pizza for our, for our first meal in the new house and I want to see if this new delivery place is any good. I'll be back to finish this in a bit and tell you what freaky pizza is like. That's never going to get old. I'm back. Freaky pizza was alright. They could do adding with adding loads more cheese. No I need loads of cheese on my pizza. But the fact that the pizza face name was actually called Freaky Pizza kind of makes up for it. So I bet you're wondering about my new housewife. <laughs> Number 13. Strike Lane. Another cool name, right? Well, unfortunately, that's all that is cool about it. 
Mum said this new house was going to be way better than our old one. But when she sh showed the phony photos, it looked like it smelled of mushrooms and surprise. It does. Plus, there's nothing new about it. When you get new clothes, that they haven't already been worn by an old lady. So I don't get why we had to move along to a house that had already been lived in one along with her 11 cats the front door has this weird colorful glass in it like the find kind of finding churches it looks nice i guess if you're into that sort of things i said it would be cooler if we had one of those zombie proof uh, front doors that can withstand the <laughs> her force of an undead army cat but mum said not to be so ridiculous we can never afford one of those we've got all the usual stuff you'd expect to ha find in a house a living room kitchen bedroom doors windows lights and just off the kitchen is a huge garage which is Mum's. Remember I said that was one of the rain, main reasons she moved here? Well, Mum's wanted to place to store all her inventions for ages, and now she's got one. The rest of us have to keep out. I suppose Mum being a inventor is cool, pretty cool, but I tell you this. When it comes to moving the night house, inventors are a are a nightmare. All her inventions are re-collaborating or something, which means they've got a little bit loopy on the drive over here. The pancake-o-matic started making stacks of pancake, and when Mum unpacked the kitchen stuff, stuff, and it wouldn't stop, then the pancake-o-matic flipped them out of the window. Well, it would have done if the window open-upper would have been working properly, but unfortunately it was downstairs opening the toilet door instead. And worst of all, the auto-nappy change, you can't seem to tell the difference between me and Max. But once Mum irons all the bugs things should go back to normal which reminds me the robot iron decided to iron my shoes but since i've got flat feet dad thinks they should still fit me okay anyway there's one thing that my that this house has that my old one didn't have a basement win Woo! I tried to get Mum and Dad to let me have it as my bedroom, but Dad said that it was going to be his man cave. I know that Dad, that the other grown-up I know that had his own own cave is Batman. So at first, I I thought Dad might been living some secret double life as superhero like that that danger which would explain why he's such a nerd in everyday life 
I couldn't see what sort of superhero HQ he was going to install in his ma man cave in the basement. You can imagine my disappointment when Mum explained that it was just a that just for Dad to keep all all his junk, and she wouldn't let me have the rest of the house. I think because Mum gets gets to take over the garage dad decided he needs his own dad space too he's so needy but he's pretty chuffed that he's got a man cave there's no bat suit or garage but he does have the brown armchair that our old dog chews to bits rest in peace billy a dart board and a tiny fridge full of fizzy drinks that i'm not allowed to have because mum says so but what my teeth, dad's teeth must be beyond hope. <coughs> Waste of space. So instead of my base room, bedroom of dreams, I've got to climb two flights of rickety stairs to the top floor. And it's as spooky as you can climb. Up here you can make as much noise as you like, mum really trying to sell it to me. You'll be able to practice your drums without disturbing anyone, Dad added. Dad loves like that I've started playing an instrument. Maybe he's hoping I'll be an out-of-work magician one day too. But I bet that awesome game... Danger gang badge that you you owe me that playing my drums at three a.m. is still going to be unacceptable. So what's my room going to be like? Will it be blue plague worthy? Well, it's the scariest, most definitely haunted room you can think of. Times by twenty, another million. Freaky floorboards. Check. Wardrobe doors that don't clo close all the way so the thing living inside can catch you. Check. Cold draught that comes in through the tiny cracks in the window. Check. It's safe to say that my bedroom sucks. I thought it may make it a bit cosier by sticking those clothes in the dark squares on the ceiling of my old room that were on the ceiling on my own one roof you know the ones that we used to arrange to spell funny words but guess what my new bedroom is so dusty that they won't even stay up there mum told me to use the dustomatic to clean it then should the stars should stick better but with her in Inventions behaving in such a bonkers way. I'm not touching them. And we both know that the chances of me doing the dusted myself are zero. Me dusting. Oh, I can't do any more. Oh. Anyway. So that's why... All my glow-in-the-dark glow stars are in the envelope with this letter so you can put them on your ceiling. Maybe 
when you're in your bed looking at them, you could you can, you can think of being my haunted room, the house that spends of mushrooms and cats and with the flimsy non-zombie-proof door. I'll write you next month if I'm still alive. Oh, when you walk past my own house on the way to school, try to see what they're doing inside. I want details. Frankie A. Brown. P.S. Always for the X. Got carried away. Yuck. LOL. <laughs> oh, yes, it's a great book. <laughs> anyway, that, that was the end of our story time. It was amazing. I'm glad you were here because I because I love this. So, but now it's time for a game to remember sequences. Your sequence is orange, green, purple, pink. And you've got to do that whilst you are amazed by this fantastical magic trick. So, think of a number. Now, I want you to double that number. Have you done it? Now, please will you add 20? Now, I'm going to ask you to half the number you have. The, right, you've got that too. Well, now, now, the, I want you to half it. And... Take away your original number that you started with. This is really nifty trick. You're now, I can't be cheating through a podcast, obviously, but your but all of your numbers, if you're listening with your family, are going to end up as ten. Did I get that right? Yes, I did because this works because the because the second numbers take away the other ones but but some but it they all add up to 10 i'll show you if you sort of four, four if you add four four plus four is eight add 20 it's 20 28 Half of 28 is 14. Take away 4 from 14 and you end up with 10. It's really that simple. I know. Anyway, back to sequences. I hope that mind-blowing maths hasn't forgotten the sequence. Now I'll give you a small bit of time to think about this now. Okay, I hope you've all thought about it, because I can reveal the sequence is 
orange, green, and I'm doing so far. You've already got halfway through. If you've done all these, you're halfway through. Purple and pink. A point per one you got right because this was really a tricky one. With my mind blown maths, obviously. It is very tricky. It's the trickiest one we've got. But no time for talk. Time to... It's time to basically just run on the spot for 30 seconds. So, run on the spot for 30 seconds. Louis says run on the spot for 30 seconds. Uh, well, if you like this, maybe scroll back on the Louis episodes, find Fun Games episode 1 and 2, where you'll be able to find lots of things like this, like sequences and music. Right. Now, another 30 second challenge is to see how many push-ups with a clap you can do 30 seconds I'll explain it so you do a push-up and then and then you have to kneel down and clap and you go like right time starts now I let you all you're agreeing with that because I think it was <sighs> last fit thirty second challenge is do five abominable crunches right. 30 seconds on the clock and 3, 2, 1, go. One. Two. <sighs> I'm pooped out, but I did it in 15 seconds. See how fast you can do it. I'm expecting most of you to have been done by now. If you haven't, then... Point salt. Anyway. Lastly. In our 30 second challenges is our ultimate challenge. This one is actually... For 1 minute 30 seconds. So it's all of them. 
all the, all the time you've been doing this, the exercises combine. It's the star jumps. Now this won't be too tricky. I know lots of people enjoy doing them. I can do one hundred in a in about two minutes. But let's see how many you can do. Right. Hopefully I'll be able to come back every few days to make this. And you're going to entertain in lockdown because that's important. We can't leave alone half term for fun because you have no school group. Things can get a little bit boring. Boring. So, I advise you not to be bored. Even though it's very tricky, stick to that. I'm just talking nonsense here, aren't I? We should be getting on with the exercises. Wait, I'm doing this. This is why I'm talking with that. Is that nonsense? Anyway, you should be getting tired out now, just like Louis did here. Don't worry, everybody, only ten seconds left, though. Three, two, one. a tricky one but now we're going I think Huey all needs to get a little break so I'm gonna give get give you shake it off if when the song plays of course Maybe it's not playing. Just wait a bit. Wait. Now instead of some me- now instead of some music, actually, we're going to do a listening test. What? And remember, so listen to all the instructions before doing them. Do five push-ups. One. Do five push-ups. Two. Two, do 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 ten abominable crunches. Three, do do fifty star jumps. And uh, four, jog on the spot. And five, and five is ignore all the instructions. Just sit and relax. Oh yes, I got you out hard on that one, didn't I? You, because I bet as as a kid you did all of those instructions. 
all of those four instructions when he should have just been sitting back and relaxing. Any, anyway, if you didn't do that, I'm very impressed with you. It's not like kids do that. So, now we're going to listen to some music. Now, this is a savage love for you at home, kiddies. Wasn't it? I would say so myself too. Stick around with Louis Vision Radio. We've got all the best of. 
we have games, music, laughs, and stories. So, why go anywhere else if we all have some holidays? Stick with Zoomerism for a load of fun. Bunch of stuff coming up that you do not want to miss. In a few minutes, we have a sketch coming up. Then, after that, we will have a dance disco. And finally, some unbelievable news. And keep on listening to find out some more fun things that are happening. Hi, so the sketch said that the voice man, yes, me, I have to admit it, I'm the voiceover man. I know, not the best job. Somebody could do better. Although I've not got anyone in my dad's family except for my dad. Wait, my dad's at work now. Mm. See? I can never do, make the voice man perfect. Like in episode 3 of The Weekly Book Club, I was rubbish. But even auditioned my dad, he was perfect. And I forgot to ask him to say those questions for the Weavism Radio. Literally. Really, really. I could get, I could get a bit more. No. Well, well, we still have this sketch to come. I'm a bit more at being comedy-ish. So I'll probably pass that. Well, well, now, I... Just gonna go audition for the sketch. What? There's no auditioning. Wait, audition's the wrong one. Um, what's audition? No, practicing. Why did I forget practicing? Wait, are we in the sketch now? Oh, we're in the sketch. Anyway, let's go. Uh, practice. Audition. No, I got wrong again. It's practice. Let's go practice. Here I am. I'm a tiny little bird. Tweet, tweet, tweet. I'm a tiny little bird. Tweet, tweet, tweet. I'm a tiny little bird. Tweet, tweet, tweet. Okay, maybe that's a bit embarrassing. Maybe we should move on. About this. I'm. I'm a fairy, fairy, fairy. I'm a dancing around the smell of flowers. Smell of flowers, smell of flowers. Still not my silent. We're a little boy dancing around, dancing around, dancing around. We're gonna kiss a fairy. We're gonna kiss the other one. Embarrassing. Anyway, I'm already boy. <laughs> Don't pretend to be. Oh, oh, here it is. Here it is. This one's book. 
I'm a big scurvy ogre. Raw, raw, raw. Hello, ogre. I'm a fairy, and I'm, I love. Pampers and Reserves. Wait, wait. Oh, 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 Saturday, 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 Saturday mash up. Coming up with your host, Joe Dasker. And no way I'm watching Saturday mash up either. You like it, but really I should be getting to my show. Let's go outside. Let's go outside and see if I can find hope. What? I was in the wrong studio all along. I was only in Dock 10. Oh, really? Pity me. Well, now, where's that show one? Da -da 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 <laughs> that was a funny sketch. Oh, we can all agree that. <laughs> anyway, it's time for a little... It's time for another song song break this one has never been played before it's little mix shout out to my ex when it plays so hopefully you like this song i definitely do so little mix shout out to my ex is a great song when it will play 
And maybe
Hmm. Interesting. Yes, yeah, so say, as you heard me say, ooh, interesting. It's because of this un not believe this so our first interesting thing is some leaves that's been <coughs> stitched into art Hilary Waterfail is a US artist who sticks embroidery patterns into leaves when she went when she was from 14 she went to a summer camp that focused on environmental education as a result, she decided to her, her love of nature with her art studies by collecting leaves from parks in her garden. Fail sketches out the pattern before stitching it onto the leaf. She says, I want this work to ask people to slow down. Think about this leaf. What beauty can be achieved when working with care? There's next one is lightning speed Lego fan sets a new world record. A 12-year-old boy in Kentucky, U.S. set a Guinness World Record by building a Star Wars Millennium Falcon microfighter, not the massive one that that takes ages. It's just a mini one in just set into under two minutes it took had up case just one minute and 59 and 59.72 seconds to to put together which was the record time for that mother his father matthew said that his son wanted to set a world record during lego and found one that managed to combine his love for both Le lego and Star Wars. Books for backgrounds. A company in Bristol, England, that builds sets with books says its sales have risen because of home offices. People are buying or renting piles of books at a time from Book Barn International to decorate their backgrounds from online video meetings. Sales range from a few shelves worth of books to entire libraries. The company has found has around a million books in stock, and customers can pick books based on the look of the covers, type, the titles, or the subject. And there's and there's now I've got this one. This is this. True or false? So men have been eating thirty kilos of oranges to avoid airline charges. I'll read you more about it. A group of four men ate thirty kilograms of oranges in thirty minutes at an airport in China to uh, avoid extra flight fees. They bought the oranges during the business trip for fi around five pounds however uh, airline staff informed them they would have to pay 
about £30 in shipping fees to take the oranges home, so they decided or, or to eat them all before getting on the plane. The men ended up suffering from malsources because they ate so, so many oranges, which is acid citrus fruit, so quickly. Is this story real or is it just full of juicy lies? The answer is true. The travellers made the decision to eat the oranges rather than pay the feeds, feed extra threes or throw the fruit away. We just said stuff there and ate the whole thing up, one of the men said. We never want to have any oranges again. So... That is some unbelievable news for you. But now we need to find out what will be we be seeing about next. And will you believe it? That's our show done for today. So we'll just have so no, we'll just have to leave it here. I'll just tell you a bit of extra information about the sh- about today's show. So, it was filmed during cover- current COVID-19 restrictions, but as it was filmed with only one person, we were not taking any risks <laughs> to COVID-19. The show, the show was recorded on Monday the 15th of February 2021 to come out to come out on the 16th of February 2021 as a hot, uh, as a fun way to spend to spend half term